We'll get straight into it today because we're joined by a very, very special guest. And we're uh, joined here today on Zoom by the new head coach of Melbourne Knights, Ben Khan, who's uh, lended us some of his time to have a quick chat today. Ben, thank you uh, for, for joining us. No, pleasure to be with you, gents. Thank you for having me. Well, Ben, I guess take us through it all. I mean, you know, congratulations on landing the gig, but tell us a little bit about how it all came to be and uh, what was behind, I guess, the decision-making to head down south. Uh, look, good question. Um, look, Pave and I have been in touch, um, you know, for a long time. And I think, as he said, he's, you know, he's followed my career. I've followed Knight's trajectory. Um, and look, I've been at Olympic for five years and five years in football is a long time. And uh, <laughs> it was time for me to have a change personally. Um, you know, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my time and, and reflect on it very well. But it was, um, you know, it was going to be difficult for me after, you know, after a fifth grand final to um, to get up and go again. So uh, I was looking for a change. Ave and I had been in touch and uh, he flew up to Queensland um, and uh, and I flew down there a couple of times and, and here we are. So look, it's a project. It's um, it's not lost on me, uh, the challenge ahead of me. Um, you know, I, I, I know the... Uh, I know the size of the club, but I know I know it's underachieved in recent years, and um, I think part of the reason it really really appealed to me was, um, you know, the chance to bring a club with such history back, um, you know, to the top of Australian football. It almost feels like obviously Knights are of a, a, a different stature, but to go back to your time at Olympic, they were a team that had missed out on finals, and you got them to you know back up to the top. You got them into consecutive grand finals. Is that something that sort of excites you? The chance to not exactly replicate that but you know take those sort of similar steps does the fact that you know what it takes to to bring a club back up to the top sort of help you to to jump into a role like this absolutely I think there's um there's quite a lot of similarities between the two jobs I think that the um for for me I like to work with with connection to clubs that have passion and have people that believe in the club and that care care about the club and you can tell when you when you go there you know it's not just the people in the stands but it's the people working behind the scenes care immensely about the club and um Olympics the same you know we I I don't know how much of the um the five years you were able to see but you know we had an amazing community support and and um you know nights having Having been around, you know, that sort of mid-table side for a few years, it would be, um, yeah, it really excites me, and it'd be really special to, you know, to to pack Summer Street again and and have have um, people that care about the club seeing Knights competing at the top. Hey Ben, I mean, how big of a job is it in terms of getting Knights back up to, you know, their former glory? Obviously, the last, you know, six, seven, eight years they've really struggled. Uh, I mean, they haven't played finals in in quite some time. It's a very competitive NPL Victoria. I mean, with your chats with Pave your chats with, I guess, the other technical staff. What? How big is this job? Do you feel like that they're a few players away from, you know, potentially competing again? Are you confident with the squad that I guess is already there? What What are you looking to impart, I guess, once you get started in a few weeks or whatever that might be? I think the current squad's stronger than it's given credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are some very, very, very good footballers in there. Um, I think it's, you know, it's... Um, I think it's it's not a secret that it needs you know probably three or four top players to come in and and uh, you know and help help bring the team back in line with uh, with some of the clubs that have done really well in recent years. Um, uh, how tough is the job? I'll let you know in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 
<laughs> well, Ben, um, I haven't watched look every single game of that that five season stretch you're referring to, but because of work, I have watched a, a fair bit of of this season and the football that you've played. And across the stretch, you the, your Olympic side has played a really uh, attractive, uh, possessive brand of football that I know a lot of people have been waxing lyrical about inside Queensland, outside of Queensland. Is that a, a style that you you plan to to carry into to this job at Knights? Because it's possibly a style that traditionally Knights haven't been as familiar with playing. Is that something you want to bring in a, a sort of new age for the Melbourne Knights? Absolutely. I think that, you know, uh, while, you know, part of the appeal is, you know, of Melbourne Knights is their history and what they've, what, you know, what you associate with Melbourne Knights in the past. But I think it's important to everybody involved with the club to to take the club forward and into the future now and, and create a new chapter and create, you know, Melbourne Knights of the future. So um, it's, it's, um, how we play is is absolutely um, you know means a lot to me. I, I I don't think it's really in me to play in any other way. I've spent so long working towards playing this way. Having said that, the league is physical and it's a lot more direct, and it's going to be part of my job to make sure that I can adapt and make sure that the team's intelligent enough and we recruit well enough that we can deal with with teams that want to play in a different way. And you know, I think I think having been in Queensland and especially this year more than any other, the pitches have been really poor. Um, with the flooding we had, um, really none of the playing surfaces have, have recovered. So, being able to adapt and and uh, and, and find our way, uh, find what works to to play the way we want to play, but make sure we compete in the league is really important. You sort of touched on it uh, a little bit there when referring to the NPL Victoria, but as we as we know, uh, the the path from Queensland down. Down south to the NPL Vic is a path that's that's fairly well trodden. I'm curious to to know or, or have you expand a, a little bit more on how you you view the the league and the style of the league because I, I remember speaking to um, the then Brisbane City head coach in, in in Matt Smith about the comparisons and he said that he saw NPL Queensland as maybe being a bit more technical while sort of as you said Victoria was a bit more physical a bit more transitionally reliant. I mean, how do you see them comparing and contrasting and how will that factor into the job you're going to do here? I think MPL Victoria is a slightly older league. I think if you go if you go and look at the average ages across the squads, I think there's probably an extra three or four years in the Victorian clubs. I think Queensland, especially a recent couple of years, has been quite a young comp. Um, I don't know if I'd say if it's technically better or not. You know, I think a lot of Queensland's technically best players are playing in Victoria, um, but I do think that there's. Um, a different maturity to the league in Victoria and a different um, physicality and competitiveness. And there's certainly, there's certainly teams that, you know, that can mix it up. And I think in Queensland, the top teams are very, very strong. Um, I think there is a drop off. Uh, I think in Victoria, you've alluded it to already, alluded to it already that there's, yes, probably, you know, nine, 10 teams looking, looking to make finals and compete at the top. And even the ones below that are strong and can get results against anybody. In terms of, you mentioned the, the maturity and the competitiveness, I guess, of MPL Victoria. And we, we've seen, Lockie just spoke about the well-trotten path of a lot of players and yourself as a coach coming down from Queensland into uh, Victoria. coach of the year in yeah, Victoria of, as well. of course. And I mean, you know, seeing, you know, Queensland produce all this talent, but can't seem to retain them. And it seems like Victorians, you know, are able to, are almost, the, the league is almost benefiting from all these players. Why do you think it is that the, I guess, MPL Queensland and these players don't want to stick around and they want to maybe try their luck in MPL Victoria. Do you think it's more the the stake of the competition, the competition's quality? How do you, I guess, see that? Because, you know, we saw Max Mikkola, Henry Hoare. There's so many others as well that have made that move. 
Oh, look, I can't I can't necessarily speak for other people, but I, I would say that um I would say that, you know, the size of the clubs and, and uh, I guess the the stature of the clubs and how they're followed is still, you know, larger than it is in Queensland. Um the league the league in general is viewed as a step up, which is obviously a topic for debate but um uh, i think it's a, a good progression for for young players who do well in queensland and and i mean the uh <laughs> the obvious answer is it's a little bit more lucrative going down to play in, in melbourne as a young player um and that's that's um i'm sure that plays a part but look for for myself it was a case of i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to work um necessarily in queensland for any other club um against olympic and uh, I needed a change of scenery, new, you know, new opponents, coach, new coaches to coach against, a new group of players. Um, but the the major appeal for me is the uh, is the size of the club and the size of the clubs that you play against. Well, on the on the size of the club, I don't think it's a, it's a secret to anyone. Melbourne Knights' ambitions of of being involved in a in a potential national second division was that something I can only imagine it was something that factored into your decision-making with a role like this, even if your, your primary focus for now will be the NPL? Look, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm no different to everybody else in the country where I desperately want the National Second Division to happen and believe it's necessary. Um, I'm also, you know, also no different to the rest of you where I have no idea if it will happen, when it will happen, and if it happens, who will be in it and what it will look like. So uh, I think, as you said, it's not a secret that, that Melbourne Knights are ambitious and, and certainly have their sights set on, on a National Second Division. And, and if that comes off, then that's fantastic. And um, that was certainly part of our discussions. But for now, we concentrate on the NPL. Well, talking about the NPL, I guess, for, for the Melbourne Knights fans listening, when a, when a boots to the ground, when is everything getting sorted yourself, you know, meeting the players, you know, getting everyone in for preseason, I guess, what's the schedule from here into the start of the season next February? So I've met with most of the current playing squad. Um, we, we're well underway in terms of bringing in new recruits as well. Um, and I, I'm moving down there uh, first week of October, and we'll commence preseason first week of November. Wow! And uh, in terms of players, you know that are that are staying that might be coming in. You've mentioned that the the work for that is already being done. Might we see a a few more follow you down the uh, the path from the the sunny sunny areas of uh, of Queensland to Victoria? <laughs> you may. <laughs> I'm very interested to see who those end up being. And I, well, I did want to ask a few uh, a few more questions about some of those players that have played with you or for you in Queensland, you know, we've seen quite a few of them uh, manage to, you know, ink A-League deals off off the back of the work they've done under you at Olympic, you know, Keegan Jelicic, the most recent example, heading off to Perth Glory. Obviously, Knights haven't had so many of those players that have gone to that next level, have made the jump. We've seen Luca Kolic recently featured in that uh, Joey's Talent ID camp. Is that something that is while maybe not the main goal of your time here at Knights, a, a sort of secondary ambition to develop a few more players to the level where they can make a jump potentially into an A-League or a national second division as well? Absolutely. I think um, it's something I enjoy massively as a coach is, is you know, identifying players in the group that are hungry and ambitious and, and obviously young enough to still go on. And 
Um, you know, the, the, you mentioned Luca. Luca's one of them. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give him and the other boys absolutely, you know, all my energy and knowledge and do everything we can to try and push as many on as we can uh, to go and achieve their goals. And a, a final one for you, Ben. Obviously, still plenty of pre-season left to go. A lot of time until you will be officially welcoming Melbourne Knights fans uh, to Summer Street. I'm sure you're hoping that your your brand of football and hopefully the success that comes with it will bring fans back in their droves. But what is your your message to the uh, the, the Knights faithful as you head in the door? Well, look, it's a big year for the club. It's the 70th anniversary. So um, regardless of whether I'm there or not, it's going to be a year of celebration to celebrate the history. But, you know, for, for me coming in, I'm, I'm absolutely respectful of the history and it's a big part of why I'm there. But let's uh, let's move forward together and, and create the next chapter at Melbourne Knights and see where we can take the club into the future. Well, Ben, uh, good luck. I'm sure we'll chat to you again very soon, but thank you for coming on. Um, a big job ahead of you, but we're looking forward to seeing, I guess, you know, the progress of Knights. And I guess once you guys do roll out for that opening game in February, all eyes will be on Melbourne Knights and uh, looking forward to seeing what you can do. But again, thank you very much for jumping on board today. Thanks very much, Jen. It's been a pleasure.